everybody. You know our senator, you know our governor. They're great, both of them, and they're doing a terrific job. We have a big uh, two speeches today, and we have thousands and thousands of people waiting. There's never been anything like this, I will say that. With uh, being very humble, I'll say that, Jeff. Is that okay? But there's never been anything like it. We have uh, tremendous crowds. You saw the lines. They formed two days ago. So we're going to uh, make two stops. And uh, we're going to be with us a little bit. And I know you're going to be with us a little bit. And we have a very exciting election coming up. We're doing very well in North Carolina. Very well in Florida. Very well pretty much everywhere we're looking. We're doing very well. And when people find out really what we've done and how good the economy is and how it's coming back, the numbers are fantastic. So we we seem to be in very good shape. Any questions? Can you give us the latest on stimulus talks? What stimulus talks? Yeah, we're having uh, talks today. We're discussing it today very solidly. We'll see what happens. Have you talked with Leader McConnell? Nancy Pelosi at this moment does not want to uh, do anything that's going to affect the election. And I think it will affect the election negatively for her. So we'll see what happens, but there are talks going on as we speak. Have you talked with Leader McConnell? I don't want to comment on that. But the Republicans will come along. I think really uh, Dr. Fauci is a very nice man, but we let him do what he wants to do. He gets a lot of television. He loves being on television, and we let him do it. Sometimes he says things that are a little bit off, and they get built up, unfortunately. But he's a nice guy. I like him. But he's called a lot of bad calls. He said, don't wear a mask. And he said, don't ban China. They were bad calls. He admits that. And I don't hold that against him. If I did, I wouldn't have him. No, I think he's a nice guy. Huh? I don't want to. I don't want to hurt him. He's been there for about 350 years. I don't want to hurt him. But he's been saying to wear a mask for months. Well, they used to say, don't wear a mask. So, you know, you have people on both sides of it. But I'm okay. Excuse me. I'm okay with masks. I, I like it. I think it's good. A lot of people like it. This gentleman has done an incredible job in Arizona. And he's taken a very tough stand. But he's let his economy grow. And frankly, if they would have done that in Michigan and various other places where the governor's just shut it down for everybody except for a husband. His attitude, you know, they had a spike. And he let the spike play, and they were careful. And now your state is really in great shape. Thank you, Mr. President. Thank you. Steve is now today to tell me a lawsuit filed on Section 230 on the tech company. Who said that? Who said that? Mark Meadows said that as soon as today there could be a lawsuit filed. Is well, you know, uh, they've, given, they've been given great protection. And when they take down uh, people like Charlie Kirk, you know, Charlie Kirk is a terrific person. And I, was, I just heard that he was taken down. And how can you take down Charlie Kirk? He's mainstream, conservative, but solid as a rock. He represents a point of view. And he's putting up something from the New York Post, which is a respected newspaper. I'll tell you what, the biggest winner in this whole thing is a newspaper called the New York Post, the oldest paper in our country. So what they have done is really, I'm very proud of them. Are you filing a lawsuit or is the campaign filing You'll be seeing very soon. Thank you. When it comes to science and a new virus, things change. Scientists learn new things, and that's why Fauci and scientists change their recommendations. You don't understand. I understand well. You don't understand. 
and you never have understood. Sir, is this election going to be a repeat of 2016? I think so. I think we'll do better than 2016. We're way ahead of where we were in 2016, and I've done things that nobody's ever done. We built the greatest economy in the world, and we're building it rapidly again. If you look at Arizona, you look at the job they've done, and I'm just leaving other states that, I mean, every one of these Republican-run states are doing phenomenally. The Democrat-run states are not, but they're not going to affect our numbers very much. I think they're going to open up on November 4th. They'll be opening up on November 4th. And by the way, the fact that Kristen Welker is, you know, a dyed-in-the-wool radical left Democrat or whatever she is. Okay. Okay, then ask, why are you defending her? Then ask her, why did she delete her account? Would you please have her put her account back? And you know what? It's not going to affect. I know you want to stick up. It's not going to affect me. I'm going to be there. But, you know, I told you about the last one, and I was right. And I told you about Savannah Guthrie, and I was right. And I'm telling you about Kristen Welker. Kristen Welker should put all of her statements back on. She deleted her entire account. She shouldn't do that. What about the mics? Are they trying to have, what? Are they trying to have the moderator be able to turn off the mics? Is that what they I, I have no idea. Uh, I'm doing this. What am I doing to prepare? I'm doing this. I've done, I've done very well in debates, and you know, you do what you do. You just do what you do. The last debate, I had two on one. I usually have two on one at least. And I did well on the last debate, and we did well with Savannah Guthrie based on reports. But all you can do is, look, you know, you go around, we do interviews with you. This is like, I call this debate prep. This is actually tougher than a debate, if you want another know Were you doing the testing before the debate, and were you off? Say it. Were you doing the testing before the debate, and were you testing? Yes, the COVID testing. And were you authorized for doctors to tell us when? Sure, I would have no problem with it. I'm not only am I free, positive or whatever, what would you call it? I'm totally free, right? Not only am I free, I'm immune, they say. They say if you've had it, you're immune. Now the question is, are you immune for four months or for the rest of your life? That's the only thing we don't know. Will you authorize your doctors to tell you when you tested negative last before Sure, is that very important to you? You seem to be so intent. But if it's so important to you, why is it so important to you? Because we want to know how long I know, but why? Why? I know, but why is it so important to you? Look at the dedication. Yeah, my doctors have already given it. You know, my doctors have given more information than has been given on any human being in the history of the world. To authorize that, Mr. President. Your campaign strategy seems to be to call Biden a criminal. Why is that? He is a criminal. He's a criminal. He got caught. Read his laptop. And you know who's a criminal? You're a criminal for not reporting it. You are a criminal for not reporting it. Let me tell you something. Joe Biden is a criminal, and he's been a criminal for a long time. And you're a criminal in the media for not reporting it. Good luck, everybody. Have a good time. Have a good time. So that was a great stop, and now we're going to Tucson. And quick trip. We have a tremendous crowd there also. This was an impressive crowd we just left. Do you agree? I mean, I think you would agree with that. Uh, we're doing very well in Arizona. No, I don't think it has anything to do. I think she's doing fine. It's just separate. I've always viewed that as being highly overrated. I think we're very separated, but we support each other fully. But I've never been a believer that somebody that you're tied together. I don't. I don't believe that.
I, I know I'm doing very well. I don't know what her numbers are. I haven't looked. But I hope she does well. She's a very good person. Uh, I know my numbers, as you know, are, are very good in Arizona. Uh, it's close to Senate. The Senate is not, you know, look, as we just discussed, Kelly, I think that, uh, I think they're very untied. It's not, you know, a lot of people think, oh, well, are they tied with Trump, meeting tied together? I, I think that's highly overrated, highly overrated. Uh, but I think we have some really good races that are happening. I'm hearing that John James is doing very well as an example. I think we have some very good ones. We have some very close ones. And I think I'm doing very well. I'm an individual. I think I'm doing very well as an individual. Uh, and you probably, I probably helped some. I don't think I hurt anybody. But I don't, I don't view them as being tied together. I never did. I think that you can have very separate. I could do fantastically well in a state, and we could have a Senate, Senate candidate that does unbelievably badly. I don't think it has anything to do. Uh, it could it could be something nice, but I don't think it has anything to do. And I was never a big believer in that theory. How's your stamina after campaigning for a week? I think really good. I mean, you people can tell me better than I can. I think really good. I feel great. Uh, I don't think anybody can do what I do. You know, when you get up before that many people, you saw that crowd, you were there? Yeah. When you get up before that many people three or four times a day, uh, there aren't too many people that can do that. And I really have no problem doing it. I'm doing it because it's important to do. I have to do it. And I think it's very important. And I think when I leave a crowd like that, and that's got to be 20,000 people. Did you see them coming in at the end? It was incredible. When you leave a crowd like that, and I've had only crowds like that. We've had no small crowd, whether it's in Pennsylvania or any place else. Every single place has been like this. And... I think there's not a person out of all of those thousands and thousands of people that won't be voting and won't be voting for me. And I think it spreads out to much bigger even than the crowd itself. Mr. President, what is the emotion that you are campaigning with? You seem more aggressive. Are you running angry, running scared? How would you describe No, I'm it? not running scared. I'm running angry because... Uh, I think I'm running angry, I'm running happy, and I'm running very content because I've done a great job. And I think that's the reason you have such crowds like this. You can go back into politics 200 years and there's never been a politician that's drawn crowds like this. I don't care who it is and I don't care who you use and when you talk about it. And when, you know, we're talking about two weeks before, but I would, I would have these crowds six months before too. It's the same thing. And, you know, you may have a crowd like that for somebody one night before, the night before the election, as you know, where they'll have one crowd like that. But we have them, you know, very early on. No, I think very content, very content. The reason those people are there is they love the job I've done. In the end, that's what it's got to be about. But there's a certain anger because there's a lot of very unfairness going on here. Joe Biden is a corrupt politician, and you people aren't covering that. And that's not fair. Yeah, the FBI should be investigating. I don't know if they are or not. But they should be investigating them, and you'll have to call uh, Ray and ask him. But that is, and why did they have those, and did they have it? Did they have that laptop for a long time and not do, any, do anything with it? And that's the question the Washington Times is going to have to look into. But certainly the FBI should be investigating it because on its face, he's guilty as can be. There is not even a question about it. On his face, he shouldn't be allowed to run. So we'll see how it is.
Yeah, I think that we're winning over voters by having such a success. Look, our stock market is almost at the all-time high in our history. And that's with the pandemic. And I know you don't like saying this, but, and I believe we're rounding the turn on the pandemic very substantially, and the vaccines will come out. But with all of this, we have the best 401ks we've ever had. We've had the best stocks, the best stock market, which is, you know, whether you like stock market or not, it's a leading indicator, the all-time leading indicator. And many people have stocks, but whether they have stocks or 401ks, so, you know, I mean, we're doing incredibly well. And we wouldn't be doing that well if I didn't build a foundation, because we got hit with the pandemic, we got hit with the China virus. And if we didn't have the strong foundation, we could never have a stock market. I mean, think of it. We have a stock market that's as high as it was just about before we got hit by the pandemic. We have housing numbers that are better. We have enthusiasm numbers in terms of the country that are better. And when the Gallup poll comes out last week and says 56% of the country are happier now than they were when Obama-Biden had their wonderful administration, I mean, that's a great compliment. So I'm really very happy. I'm very happy with the way it's going. I don't think it's being covered fairly. I don't think you're showing the kind of enthusiasm. I don't think you're showing the crowds and the crowd size you did in the Washington Times. I appreciate that. But for the most part, they're not. But these are the largest crowds ever to meet for rallies, by far, not even by a little bit. And I don't think people are showing, in terms of the media, the enthusiasm. But the main thing is the people know. One thing I found out, the public is very smart. They get it. So I'll see you at the next stop. Okay, Sir, Tucson. Sir, if we did not know an answer on November 3rd, would you do other rallies waiting until there was a result? Well, we'll have to see. I think you'll know. I hope you're going to know the answer on November 3rd. That would be the best thing. Knowing the answer is very important. Thank you. Thank you. The last two or three days, we may go to five. Thank you, thank you. What a crowd. Wow. Wow. Thank you, Tucson. Thank you, Tucson. Wow. Well, thank you very much, Tucson. I'm thrilled to be in Arizona with the thousands of loyal, hardworking American patriots. Fifteen days from now, we're going to win the state of Arizona. And we are going to win four more years in that beautiful White House. Everybody needs to get out and vote. Return your absentee ballot or vote. You know, you can go out there, I think, today. When do you do it? Today, tomorrow, whatever. You can go out and vote today, they say. Today, go out and vote. That beats a ballot. Do you agree? That beats a ballot. Remember the old-fashioned days when you'd actually go out and vote. Today they send you millions of ballots. Are you okay over there? Everyone fine? Good? Okay. He looks better than I do, that guy. He looks better than I do. Good. Thank you. You make sure you're okay. With your vote, we'll continue to cut your taxes and regulations, maintain energy independence, which we have now, 
strengthen our military, support our police, protect our Second Amendment. I don't know. I don't see you people. I don't think you're going to want to give up those guns. I don't think so. That's not, that's not for Arizona. Defend our borders, arrest violent criminals, and confirm more judges to uphold the rule of law. Under my leadership, prosperity will surge. What we've done in the last three and a half years has been incredible. Nobody's ever done what we've done. There is no administration that's accomplished what we've accomplished in the first three and a half years. Not even close. Optimism will boom. The pandemic, it's rounding the turn. Vaccines are coming. And I look fine, don't I? You know. And we'll get back to a normal life. That's what we want. Just a normal, just seven months ago, we want to get back. It will be better than that very soon. We built a foundation that's so strong. And you see what's happening? Stock market through the roof. Your 401ks through the roof. Your stocks through the roof. Your housing through the roof. Everything is good. Your optimism. And what about 56% of the people? Just a Gallup poll just came out. 56% of the people say they're better off today than they were four years ago. And, they, and we have a pandemic. And next year will be the greatest economic year in the history of our country. That's what's going to happen. We're cutting your taxes. They're raising your taxes. That's uh, an easy one to figure out, isn't it? This election is a choice between a Trump super recovery or a Biden depression, if he even gets to run. It's a choice between getting a safe vaccine and getting back in and working. And by the way, you have a governor here today. He's done a great job and he's kept you open. You're open. Unlike some of them, like Michigan. You know, we won the case in Michigan, you know. The only one that was allowed to have a good time was the governor's husband. He was allowed to do whatever the hell he wanted, but nobody else. They were like in a prison. But we're going to have a safe vaccine, and uh, Biden, you know what he's going to do? Lock them down. Let's lock everybody down. But we built the greatest economy ever. We had to close it down. We saved millions of lives by doing what we did. Then we built it back up, and now we're doing record-type numbers. And it's a choice between the American dream or a socialist nightmare. That's what it is. Biden will delay therapies, postpone the vaccine, prolong the pandemic. Close your schools and shut down our country. And we're opening and we're opening rapidly and we've got a V-shape. It may be a Super V. It looks like it's a Super V, which nobody ever even heard of before. He will massively raise your taxes, bury your reg You will be buried in regulations. You know, we cut regulations. It would take 18 to 21 years to get a highway approved. We have it down to one year. And you know what? From two to one, we'll very shortly, to be exact. Right now, it's less than two. We're going to have it down to one year. And it may get rejected for environmental reasons or safety. And that's okay. Probably not. But that's okay. But you know what? You're going to have it approved or not approved. And it's a one-year process, not a 21-year process. And this has gone on all over the country. And in my opinion, what we've done on regulations is even more important than the biggest tax cut in the history of our country. I think it's more important. And they're going to bring all those regulations back. 
They want to dismantle your police departments. Dissolve your borders. Dissolve your borders. If you don't have borders, you don't have a country. Confiscate your guns. Ban American energy. Wipe out private health care. 180 million people. Terminate religious liberty. This is for the women. The women who live in the suburbs, they want to destroy your suburbs. And I ended the rule that was going to destroy. I ended the regulation that was going to destroy. I kept hearing that women from the suburbs won't like Trump. I said, why? Because I'm stopping crime. You're going to have suburbs be safe. Suburbs, you're having safe suburbs. And you're not going to have low-income housing projects built next to your house. We ended the regulation that would have destroyed your suburbs. It's amazing how the women like me all of a sudden. (laughs) And as you know, the Democrats, they want to cut our military to the bone. And we built the greatest military right now in the history of our country, frankly, in the history of the world. Biden will surrender your jobs to China. He will surrender your future to the virus, and he will surrender your country to the radical socialist left. And you see that happening. The only thing Biden wants to do is get as much as he can for himself. Have you been watching this whole thing play out? I didn't know anything about it. Oh, here's a picture of Biden playing golf with these people. I didn't know my son was uh, taking money from Burisma. I didn't know my son got three and a half billion dollars from the mayor of Moscow's wife. I wonder why. And then you see all the things, right? That we have to give the man 10%. We have to give the man 10%, right? Ah, boy. I'll tell you what. Nobody's ever seen. And the media... Right? And big tech. They won't, they won't allow it. Charlie Kirk, you know Charlie Kirk, great guy? They shut down his site because he mentioned it. Look, he's a corrupt politician, this guy. He's a corrupt politician. To get the power, Biden has made a corrupt bargain in exchange for his party's nomination. He has handed control of his party over to the socialists, the communists, the Marxists, and the left-wing extremists. And that's before we get to his own personal corruption, which is more than anybody in history. I say this, it's the second biggest scandal politically in the history of our country. Number one was spying on my campaign and getting caught. Biden even chose as his running mate the most liberal senator in America. Kamala, Kamala, Senator Kamala Harris is a sponsor of the Socialist Green New Deal and legislation to strip away the private health plans of 180 million Americans. And you know, her and Bernie Sanders want to do something in Arizona. They have some deal in Arizona where your taxes are going to go way up. You know that, right? Your governor who's right over here, your great governor was saying he's not happy with it. But Bernie Sanders, the second most liberal person, you know, she's first, right? She's considered first. They want to raise your taxes eight and a half percent. So I'm glad to, right, Governor? He's saying more. It's probably more. What is the name of that, Governor? Rule what? Rule 
right? You know about it. Okay, you can't have them in because they control Biden 100%. Biden is shot. You know he's shot, right? He's gonzo. Harris also urged their supporters to donate to a fund that bailed out the rioters, the ones that knocked out your towns, your cities. Not in Republican areas, by the way, all in Democrat areas. You look at Portland, how about that? We would have taken 15 minutes, we could have solved that. We told the governor, Democrat, let us in, we'll solve that problem. We went into Minneapolis, it took us a half an hour, that was over with. Unfortunately, they could have called a little earlier. And in Seattle, they gave up when they heard we were going in the next morning. But we would tell, look, all Democrat areas, New York going to hell. I feel so sad with New York. Crime is up 200, 250 percent. Cuomo. A terrible thing has happened in New York. Look at Chicago. Democrat, again. Crime is through the roof. They had a weekend. 87 people were shot and 16 died. Okay? Now, do you believe this isn't... Hey, we're in Afghanistan. You don't lose many people. We're coming out, by the way. It's all coming. We're all coming back home. But, but you go to war zones, you don't have that. And we could solve it so easily. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, there's never been that chance before, seriously. We all like Ronald Reagan, I guess he'd be. But he never had that chair. We love you. Thank you, that. We love you. You're going to make me cry. Don't do that. I don't want to cry. I don't want to cry. Make me cry. You'll destroy my image, and then you won't love me anymore. That'll be terrible. I appreciate it. Now I do, and I feel the same way. That's why I'm doing this. I had a good life before I did this stuff, believe me. My life was very simple and very nice. The Democrat Party's war on cops is inciting riots and putting police officers and American families in very grave danger. Unlike Joe Biden, I will always support the heroes of law enforcement. And I was endorsed by almost every law enforcement group in the United States, including New York's finest and Chicago and Florida and Texas and Oklahoma and every place. And I was just named, I have to say this happened today, the man of the year in their big magazine, the blue magazine, good name for man of the year. So I just tell you that for whatever reason I tell you. I'm the only one standing between you and a left-wing crusade. You know, you have people, they want to change our whole country. And the thing that's going to bring us back together is success. Because I'll tell you, we were ready. I was getting calls seven months ago. We had the best employment numbers we ever had. We had the greatest success we've ever had. We were beating China at everything. You know, you kept hearing about China. We were beating everybody. And they were calling me, people that I wouldn't be speaking to generally. Let's get together. It was happening, and then we got hit by the China plague, and then we had to start all over again. But it will, success brings us together. I saw it, and I, we saw it for two months. It was really going on. A new study of the Biden-Harris agenda found that their plans will crater the typical American family by more than $6,500. They're horrible, horrible plans to finance what? The blue, the new, the new Green Deal. The Green New Deal is the craziest thing, right? 
No more airplanes, no more double cars, no more cows. If you have a ranch, you won't have cows anymore. No more you. You'll be next. In just three years, I increased family income by $6,000. And we're not even talking about the energy. Did you ever think you'd be seeing $2 gasoline again? And you got that? And it's plentiful, and we saved all our energy jobs. All of our energy jobs we saved. Biden will eviscerate the middle class. My policies will lift the middle class to record highs, and that's where we're going very quickly. For the last 47 years, sleepy Joe Biden shipped away your jobs, shut down your factories, threw open your borders, and ravaged our cities while sacrificing American blood and treasure in these endless, ridiculous foreign wars. In countries you never even heard of, Joe Biden is a servant of the left-wing globalists and lobbyists, the wealthy donors, the Washington vultures, who got rich bleeding America dry. You know, they raise a lot of money, the Democrats. You know why? Because they make deals. They make deals. I would be the greatest fundraiser in history if I wanted to call Wall Street. I know them all. I want $10 million for my campaign. Yes, sir. All I have to say is I want 10 million. I want 15. I want 25. I would set every record. But you know what happens when you do that? You're selling yourself out. When you have to do something, you can't do it anymore because you feel guilty see them setting all sorts of records. I know what the records are. The records, every time they set a record, they gave away everything. In 2016, you voted to fire this corrupt and decrepit political establishment. And you elected an outsider as president who is finally putting America first. About time. About time. It's about time. Joe Biden is always and always has been a corrupt politician. Joe Biden is a corrupt politician. And you know what? You knew that, and a lot of people knew it for a long time. But now you have the laptop. It's over. It's over. And as far as I'm concerned, the Biden family is a criminal enterprise. And that's what it is. It's a criminal enterprise. Smoking gun emails shown. We just found them. You saw that. <laughs> Did you see uh, Shifty Shift? We think that the uh, laptop was made by Russia. Oh, I see. Oh. oh, he just said it was made by Russia. Here we go again. Russia did it. Russia, Russia, Russia. You know, the head of DNI, John Ratcliffe, who's fantastic, came out and said uh, hey, that was false information. Now, these are bad people. These are sick people. Do you notice they never say it was made by China? Because they're all on the take. Smoking gun email show just came out that the Biden family used the vice presidency as a for-profit cash machine and that Joe Biden has been lying to the American public to cover it up. Remember he said, no, I never met anybody from Burisma, is it? Is it Burisma? Actually, that I understand because he's got no memory left. It's gone. Is it Burisma? No, I don't read. And then they show a picture of him playing golf with the head of Burisma. Ah, boy, oh, boy. If Biden wins, China wins. And China will own the USA. Remember what I said. The media and big tech is trying to hide the entire scandal. Do you believe what they're doing? They're taking people like a Charlie Kirk and others off if they even mention that Biden is corrupt. And they know he's corrupt. 
But he's their corrupt. He's so perfect for them. He's their corrupt. Because they know that publicizing these revelations would mean an end of Biden's presidential run. I think it's an end right now. Look. You know, I think it's an end right now. How the hell can you do when you see the kind of things that they do where the big guy has to get at least 10 percent, the big guy? I wonder who the big guy is. Gee, I wonder. When you see what, if you put him as president, you should be ashamed of yourselves. You want to know the truth. I'm not just running against Biden. I'm running against the left wing media, the big tech giants and the Washington swamp. And I've been running against it from the beginning. And here I am all by myself. It's really, ay, ay, ay. Anybody else, they would have been in a corner right now. Thumb in mouth saying, mommy, take me home. Mommy, I want to go home. No, it's, uh, it's great. You know why it's great, though? Because nobody's ever done what we've done. Nobody. They flood your communities with criminal aliens, drugs and crime while they live behind beautiful gated communities. They try to take away your guns while they enjoy private security. Fully armed, by the way. How fully armed. How about Bloomberg? We are fighting guns. And he's got five guys around him with guns, you know. They support crippling lockdowns while their jobs and their industry remain totally exempt. It's time to send a message to these wealthy liberal hypocrites in Washington and in Silicon Valley. Show them the American people are in charge by delivering their chosen candidate, Sleepy Joe Biden, who shouldn't even be their candidate. He should have lost because Elizabeth Pocahontas Warren, if she would have dropped out the day before Super Tuesday, Joe would have lost every single state to Crazy Bernie. It's a very simple business. But we have to show them, the Democrats, a thundering defeat on November 3rd. And if I don't sound like a typical Washington politician, it's because I'm not a politician. That's for sure. If I don't always play by the rules of the Washington establishment, it's because I was elected to fight for you harder than anyone has ever fought for you, which is true. And I'm fighting so hard. I had a great life. I'm fighting so hard because I love my country and because I'm determined to ensure that the forgotten men and women of this country are never forgotten again. And they won't be. They won't be. And we taught that lesson to them four years ago, but we're going to teach them again because this is the most important. You know, I used to go a few months ago say, well, I don't know. This is important. That's important. Which is more important? This is the most important election in the history of our country. The Biden agenda would be a catastrophe for Arizona seniors. Do we have any seniors in the house? Huh? Biden is pledging mass amnesty and free federal health care for illegal aliens. You saw that where he was up on the stage with his radical left Democrats. Who's willing to give free health care to illegal immigrants, right? They said to illegal immigrants, right? And everybody raised their hand and Biden couldn't get his up. 
Because he knew, you know, he's been doing this crap for 47 years, right? He's gone. He couldn't, he knew it was wrong. But then he looked, and his brain is shot, so he looked over there. And the hands were all up. Then he looked over there, and the hands were all up. There were a lot of them. He knew it was wrong because it would be so horrible for our country. Because everyone's going to flood our country. You get free health care, right? You get free health care, you get free education. I jokingly said, and everybody gets a Rolls Royce. And CNN said, that's a lie. So what happened is he couldn't get it up, and then he looked, and he looked, and he got it up. And I said, thank you, we just won the election. He would decimate Medicare if he did that. And it's not going to be up to him. That's his party. That's what they want. They want socialized medicine. And he'll destroy your social security. While I'm president, no one will touch your Medicare or your social security. You know, the amazing thing, Biden's always complaining. Oh, he didn't stop China fast enough, except he didn't want to stop him at all. You know, little things like this. But, you know, he's always complaining. And yet he was here for 47 years. Right? I say, Joe, Joe, it's not like you're an outsider. And it wasn't that long ago either. 47 years. And all he does is complain. Biden had 47 years to fight for seniors and reduce prescription drug costs. And look what I've done. And I've just exercised... I, they're going to come down 70, 80, 90 percent because I just did something that nobody thought anybody would do. A favored nation's flaws. We pay the lowest in the world. You'll see numbers that are shocking. They're not happy with me, the big pharma. Big pharma is spending a lot of money. When you see those ads, please remember, every one of those ads means your drug prices are coming down. They can't believe it. I tried to make a deal with them. I did. I tried. But we couldn't. In the end, we couldn't. They got too greedy, too much money, too much money. But you know, last year we brought drug prices down 1%. I'm not bragging about it. It's the first time in 52 years that drug prices came down. But now we're going for the big one. Now we're going for the big one. And you know, rebates, you know, the richest people, the middlemen, you know the middlemen about drugs? You know that we have middlemen. Nobody knows who the hell they are. Never hear middle women. I hear middlemen, so we'll make it politically correct. Middlemen, middle. No, they called middlemen. Nobody knows who they are. These guys are so rich. Who are they? I'll bet you Hunter gets a piece of the action, do you think? Hunter Biden is a middleman on top of everything else. He gets it from China. He gets it from Ukraine. He got three and a half million from Russia, from Moscow. He got three and a half. And on top of everything else, he's a middleman. No, I'll bet he is. He probably gets a piece of the action. But instead, he sold seniors out to the drug lobby and to Big Pharma. That's Biden Sr. I'm taking on the powerful special interests like never before. Nobody's ever done this before. Nobody's ever done it before. I mean, you know, for years you heard about drug prices. Nobody ever did anything. And now you hear about drug prices and they're dropping. They're going to be dropping like a rock. Also, I'm letting your governor, your great governor, buy until the thing kicks in and probably litigation. But, you know, I've exercised this whole thing with favored nations. So if Germany pays 10 cents for a pill and we're paying two and a half dollars, and you have that kind of disparity, it's ridiculous, that we have the right to match. In other words, we get the lowest price. But until it kicks in, Canada pays half of what we pay. So I'm letting your governor and other governors go to Canada, buy your drugs through Canada, save 50 percent. We get rid of the middlemen. 
The other thing we did very big, much less than what we're talking about, but very big, we capped insulin costs for medicine and Medicare. For Medicare plans at less than $35 a month, people were dying because they couldn't afford insulin. 33 million seniors, 33, think of this, $35. But 33 million seniors on Medicare will soon be receiving $200 to help with their drug costs on top of everything else. Nobody's done. By the way, in all fairness, nobody has done anything like this. But your big thing, your big thing is going to be when you see what happens with the favored nations, because you've been hearing about it for years, where other countries are paying a tiny fraction of what we, we bear all of the costs, because our politicians sold us out. They sold us out. But I'm not a politician, so it's one of the, I couldn't stand watching it. To battle the China virus, we launched the largest mobilization since World War II. Our early and aggressive action saved more than two million lives. I acted early to ban travel from China and China. Uh, how about this? You should have done it sooner. But in the meantime, when I did it, he called me xenophobic. Right? And then months later, he agreed that I was right. And now he's saying, I should have done it sooner. This guy. I also banned it from Europe because I saw with Italy and with Spain and with France. And by the way, they have a big spike right now. They have a very big spike right now and we're doing good. We are rounding the turn. We have the vaccines coming and all, but even without, we're rounding the turn. People are pandemic out. You know that? They're pandemic out. That's why it's so great what your governor's done. He's opened up your state. You're doing great. We pioneered life. And by the way, you get it. You know, like I say, here I am. I'm here. I'm here. And now I'm immune. I can jump into this audience and kiss every man and woman. I'm immune. Right? They say. It used to be you're immune for life. And then when I got it, I said, I'm immune. They said, it's only good for four months. See, if anybody else, you understand that, right? I'll jump into that audience right there. We pioneered life-saving therapies and reduced the fatality rate 85%. Think of it. And I had it too. I didn't feel good. I feel not so great. And I'm not used to that. And we can't let that happen to a president because we, we have to be at the top of our game. That's why you can't let Biden be president because he's not at the top of his game mentally. Can't have that. One thing I can tell you, Putin, President Xi of China, Kim Jong-un, all of them, Macron, they're very much at the top of their game. You can't let this happen to our country. You can't. But I was, I was laying, and you know, if you're president, one thing you're guaranteed, lots of doctors. And they would grab me, and they grabbed me by every part. They had hands all over me. I said, get the hell out of here. I just don't feel good. And we ended up, I used the drug Regeneron, which nobody ever thought about six months ago. And I woke up the next morning, and I was like, I felt like Superman. Get me out of here. I said, get me out of here. And Eli Lilly makes a similar product. And we're going to distribute that. We're trying to get emergency use so we can do it faster because it's early. But it's fantastic antibodies. And we're going to distribute it all over. And we're going to make sure that people that have a problem, they get the same drug as I got. And I'm telling you, it'll be the same result. It'll be the same result. And it's free. We're going to do it free. Companies are working with us. 
because it's not their fault. It's China's fault. It's not their fault. But I woke up and I felt good. I said, get me out of here. Boom, Superman. Through Operation Warp Speed, we will have 100 million vaccine doses before the end of the year. And our military is going to distribute them. And they are, there's nobody like our military. The vaccine will end the pandemic, but even without the vaccine, the pandemic is ending. It's going to end. It ends with it. But, you know, this can this can go quickly. This can make it go a lot faster. Biden's lockdown will crush America. My plan will crush the virus and bring back your American dream. So we're joined today by some very special people. A friend of mine, somebody that's been with me from the beginning. I've been with him from the beginning. He's very difficult because when he needs something for the state, like money, he'll call me all the time. I say, Doug, do me a favor. Give me a break. But I guess that's what you're supposed to do, right? That's what you want. He's supposed to call. And finally, I'll say, all right, Doug, you got it. Get out of here. Promise not to call. Then he'll call me two weeks later. I need more. But he's a great governor, one of the greatest governors. He's done a fantastic job. You're down to very low numbers, by the way. Doug Ducey. Doug, please. And we want you to vote for Martha McSally. Save your Second Amendment. Save your Second Amendment. Doug, you want to come up? Come up, Doug. Come here for a second. Come on, Doug. I'll tell you, this guy has been a great governor. I don't know if you like him or not. I don't care. He's been a great governor. Come on. Donald Trump will win Arizona. Donald Trump will be reelected president of the United States. And along with Donald Trump and Mike Pence, Martha McSally, on November 3rd, will join them in the U.S. Senate. Mr. President, because of your policies, Arizona's economy is booming. Our home values are rising faster than anywhere else in the nation. And Amy Coney Barrett will be confirmed to the Supreme Court. Joe Biden is wrong for America. Joe Biden would lock us down. Joe Biden would reduce your income $6,500. And Joe Biden would make Washington, D.C. a state. And, and how many presidents of the United States would protect Arizona by talking about what Bernie Sanders wants to do here by endorsing Prop 208, wanting to raise our taxes 77%. So on November 3rd, vote no on Prop 208 and vote yes for Donald Trump and Mike Pence to go back to the White House. Thank you, Doug. He's a great governor. He's a great, great governor. What a job he's done. And you know what? We're not going to take her time or anything, but 
Martha McSally is here. She's saving your Second Amendment. She's been a great, great senator, Martha. Come here, honey. She's been a great, great senator. And just go out and vote for Martha McSally. Save your Second Amendment. Save your Second Amendment. Thank you, I'll see you down here. Thank you, darling. She's done a great job. And she's a worker. She's a great fighter pilot. They told me all about her. Some of the pilots, they said she was a great fighter pilot. So thank you, Martha. Thank you. Thank you, Doug. We also have a congressional candidate that they say is a star in the making. I've heard it from a lot of people. Vote for Brandon Martin. Where's Brandon? Brandon, good luck, man. I hear it's going, going good. Good. Thank you, Brandon. Brandon Martin. Thank you, Brandon. You're going to do great. I heard you're doing really well. Under my administration, we built the greatest economy in the history of the world, and now we're doing it again. You know, it's make America great again, right? I say, make America great again, 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 again. We did it, and now we had to do it again. It's all right. It's happening, and it's happening much faster. It looks like a super V. In my first three years, we increased family income more than five times the gains in all eight years under the last administration. Think of that. Five times more in the first three years, five times more than eight years of the Obama-Biden administration. That's not even believable. African-American unemployment, Hispanic-American unemployment, Asian-American unemployment all reached Record lows, the lowest in the history of our country. We lifted 6.6 million Americans out of poverty, including more than 1.5 million Hispanic Americans. That's a record. And I'm doing very well in the polls with Hispanic Americans, but I always like you and you always like me. The fake news just didn't know that. Our policies are lifting up all Americans of every income. Since the China virus, we created 11.4 million American jobs. It's a record, too. Nobody's ever seen anything like it. You know, the unemployment rate, and normally I wouldn't be happy about this, right? But the unemployment rate a week ago hit 7.8%. Think of that. Now, we were hearing 42. It's going to go to 42. It's going to go to 44. It's going to go to 38. 7.8% and heading this way. Think of that. Would you believe that? Normally, I wouldn't say it because we were at 3.4, 3.5 and heading even better than that. But that's OK. We'll be there soon. After the virus left China, we experienced the smallest contraction of any major Western country and the fastest recovery anywhere in the world from an economy standpoint. And we've already cut the unemployment rate in less than half. That's a fantastic thing. Under Biden and Obama, it took over three and a half years for Arizona to regain 60% of the jobs lost in the crisis. And we've done it in four months. Think of that. And it wasn't our fault. It wasn't our fault. Manufacturing production is up 61%. Retail sales are up, excuse me, 121%. That means more than before the pandemic. And automobile production, nobody's going to believe this one, is up 350% since April lows. 350%.
I have a way that we can stop it. Elect Sleepy Joe. No, no, you're for who has a 401k? Okay. So if I told you that your 401ks and you're all at record highs are very close, right? If I told you that your 401ks will be cut in half and much worse than that, that's what's going to happen. You're going to end up in a depression with this guy. He's going to raise your taxes by four or five times. And they're going to put on regulations. Every company is going to say, let's get out of here. Because I'll tell you, the, the regulation cuts, which are more than anybody, than any administration's ever done, the regulation cuts in their own way were more important than the biggest tax cut in the history of our country. Thank you, man. As president, I've been delivering for our incredible Hispanic American community like nobody has done before. And I'm fighting for school choice, safe neighborhoods, and Hispanic-owned small businesses. Joe Biden would wipe out your small businesses with lockdowns and regulations. You know, he said the other day, oh, I'd lock it down. Oh, great. That's, thanks a lot, Joe. We appreciate it. And devastate your families with massive tax hikes. He will wage war on Catholic organizations, ban charter schools, fund extreme late-term abortion, and he'll let socialists run wild. And we will never have a socialist country. We will never have it. We can't. We won't have a country. That's why we're going to win a record share of the Hispanic vote this November. Get out and vote. Get out and vote. For decades, our politicians spent trillions of dollars rebuilding foreign nations, fighting foreign wars, defending foreign borders. But now we are finally protecting our nation, rebuilding our cities. We are protecting our borders. You know, the wall is almost finished, right? Our southern border. And by the way, the biggest beneficiary maybe happens to be Arizona. That wall, how good is the wall? The governor was telling me before they stopped coming in. Now they come in, they come in legally. Now the wall is great. It goes down deep and it goes up high. No more tunneling. And we're bringing our jobs, our factories, our troops back home in the USA where they belong. Right? Under my leadership, we achieved the most secure border in U.S. history, our southern border is now. And I want to thank Mexico. Mexico has right now 27,000 troops guarding our border. How about that? And we built almost 400 miles of the wall. We're averaging about 10 miles a day. And it's the best. It's exactly what Border Patrol wanted. I said, I'd like to just put up, I'd just like to put up concrete plank. They said, no, sir. We got to have it this way, sir. We gave them the ultimate, we gave them everything they wanted and they're really happy and it's had a huge impact. We've got the best, we've got the best border that we've ever had. And you know what? You have a big chunk of it right here and it's really worked. You have 200 miles, they tell me, 200 miles. 200 miles, I didn't even know you had. That's a lot of mileage. You're not paying a damn cent for it either. All compliments of the federal government, right? Remember when Nancy Pelosi, they all said, we don't need a wall. Walls are obsolete. Two things don't get obsolete. Walls and wheels, right? Everything else is obsolete. You know, they developed a new chip yesterday. In about 15 minutes, it's going to be obsolete. They developed a new computer. 15 minutes, obsolete. The two things that will never be obsolete, a wheel and a wall. 
Remember the Democrats? They said, no, we want drones. We want drones. So you can have drones watching everybody pour into the country. No, like, nope. 200 miles of wall in Arizona, and you got it all. It's all done. Joe Biden's party continues to attack our incredible border agents, and they are more than half of whom happen to be Hispanic Americans. I know a lot of them. Right? There you go. This is our guys here. <laughs> Am I right? Right? The Republican Party will always stand with the heroes of ICE and Border Patrol. These are incredible people. They're doing an incredible job. My opponent's immigration plan is the most extreme proposal ever put forward. Biden's plan would eliminate U.S. borders by implementing nationwide catch and they want nationwide catch and release. You know what catch and release is? You catch them, take their name, they could be murderers, rapists, and then you release them into our country. Guess what? We don't do that anymore, okay? That wasn't easy. But it would have made every community into, and they want to make every community into a sanctuary city. And they want to suspend all removals of illegal aliens. So what they're doing, and this is done by crazy Bernie, right? You know, Bernie Sanders made a deal. We call it the manifesto with Joe Biden. And it's further left than Bernie ever was. Joe did a great job of negotiation. It's supposed to bring him to the right. He brought him to the left. It would mean the total nullification of U.S. borders, overwhelming every city and town in America. MS-13 and criminal cartels would rampage throughout our country freely. If Biden wins, your borders are gone, which means your health care is gone, the middle class is gone, and your safety is gone. Other than that, he's doing quite a good job. From the moment I took office, I worked night and day to stop illegal immigration. It wasn't easy, and now we've got it. And stopping it for Arizona was a, that was a big deal. I ended catch and release. I closed the lobbyist loopholes. I took down the smugglers and coyotes. These are not nice people, by the way. And I kept my promise to the American people. We are finding the drug dealers all over. And we are arresting the drug dealers like they have never been arrested before. We're finding the predators. We're finding the gang members. We're finding MS-13 killers. And we are either throwing them in jail or sending them the hell back home where they came from. We invested $2.5 trillion in our military. We have the greatest equipment now anywhere in the world. And you know, when I first got here, a very highly overrated general told me, sir, we have no ammunition. I said, no president should ever hear that. We have no ammunition. Truly, this was a general who I didn't have a lot of respect for, but he said we had no ammunition. So I said, well, we're going to have to do something. We got $2.5 trillion. We now are the envy of the world. We have weapons the likes of which nobody in the world has. Russia, China, nobody. And for our vets, we passed VA choice and VA accountability. We killed the leader of ISIS, al-Baghdadi. And we took out the world's number one terrorist and mass murderer of American troops and many, many people. Soleimani is dead. I withdrew from the last administration's disastrous Iran nuclear deal. $150 billion, $1.8 billion in cash. Not the best deal. It would have been ending now almost anyway. I recognized the true capital of Israel and opened the American embassy in Jerusalem.
I also recognized Israeli sovereignty over the Golan Heights. They've been working on that for 52 years. I got it done in two hours. And instead of the endless wars, we're forging peace in the Middle East. No blood in the sand. I did more in 47 months than Joe Biden did in 47 years. A vote for Republicans is a vote for safe communities, great jobs, a limitless future, and for the American dream. It's for the American dream. Remember, you know, the Republican Party is the party of Abraham Lincoln, right? The party of American. You know, Abraham Lincoln, I tell that to people, they never knew. They said, gee, I never knew that. But Abraham, honest Abe, was a special person. But in conclusion, over the next four years, we will make America into the manufacturing superpower of the world. And we will end our reliance on China once and for all. It's already happened. We will hire more police, increase penalties for assaults on law enforcement, and we will ban deadly sanctuary cities. We will uphold religious liberty, free speech, and the right to keep and bear arms. We will strike down terrorists who threaten our citizens, and we will keep America out of these ridiculous foreign wars. Foreign wars. Countries you've never even heard of. We will maintain America's unrivaled military might, and we will ensure peace through strength. We will end surprise medical billing, require price transparency. It's already done. It's all signed. Starts on January 1st. It'll be more important watch than health care. It'll be even more important. I'm telling you, it's the numbers you're talking about. Price transparency, remember. Further reduce the cost of prescription drugs, and we will always protect patients with pre-existing conditions, always. America will land the first woman on the moon, and the United States will be the first nation to land an astronaut on Mars. It's happening soon. And NASA is now the space center of the world again. It was a mess. We will stop the radical indoctrination of our students and restore patriotic education to our schools. We will teach our children to love our country, honor our history, and always respect our great American flag. And we will live by the timeless words of our national motto, In God We Trust. For years you had a president who apologized for America. Now you have a president who is standing up for America and standing up for the great people of Arizona. This is the most important election in the history of our country. It's the most important. I never thought I'd be saying that. It's the most important. Thank you very much. Very much appreciate it.
This is the most important election in the history of our country. And I never did. I never thought I'd be saying that. But I'm seeing where these people want to take us. They want to take us into a land that's never worked. Look at Venezuela. It's the same ideology, same philosophy. It's just a much bigger version, but it can happen. We can't let it happen. The United States will never be a socialist nation. Can't happen. So get your friends, get your family, get your neighbors, get your co-workers, get your boss, and get out and vote. From Phoenix to Flagstaff, from Mesa to Yuma, from Tombstone, what a great name, to right here in Tucson, we stand on the shoulders of red-blooded American patriots who poured out their heart, sweat, and soul for our liberty and for our freedom. This great, great, great state, I love this state. I love this state. Now it's been, you know what, Arizona's been good to me from the beginning. From the beginning, from day one, right? We had the big victory. My first speech was in Arizona, right? Remember? Phoenix. Remember that? And we had this big convention hall. I said, how the hell are you going to fill it? And we had that thing packed and there were lines outside they couldn't get in. I said, wow. And that's when the fake news started saying, what the hell is going on with this Trump guy, right? Remember that in Phoenix, the big convention center was packed. And there were thousands and thousands of people that it was my first speech. And they started saying, what's that all about? Even I said, what's that all about, right? But I'm glad we all did it. We did it together. And this was the first place, Arizona. Thank you very much. Thank you. This great state was settled by some of the toughest men and strongest women ever to walk the face of the earth. Arizona is where Wyatt Earp and Doc Holliday became American legends. Wyatt Earp. It's where the great American West became the American dream. And Arizona is the state where generations of pioneers and prospectors, miners and ranchers, cowboys and cattle hands, marshals and lawmen, tamed the frontier, braved the blazing sun like I'm doing right now. I'm going to be that girl. You're going to see me tomorrow. I'm going to look like a lobster. You're going to say, look what we did to him. They said, would you like to wear a hat? I said, there's no way I'm wearing a hat. I got to show these. We got to show strength, right? Strength. And showed the entire world how the West was won. This is it. They helped make America into the greatest nation in the history of the world. And the best is yet to come. It's happening. It's happening. Proud citizens like you helped build this country. And together we are taking back our country. We are returning power to you, the American people. With your help, your devotion, and your drive, we are going to keep on working, we are going to keep on fighting, and we are going to keep on winning, winning, winning. We are one movement, one people, one family, and one glorious nation under God. And together with the incredible people of Arizona, we have made America powerful again. We have made America wealthy again. Stock market. We have made America strong again, our military. 
We have made America proud again. We have made America safe again. And we will make America great again. Thank you very much. Thank you, Arizona. Get out and vote. Get out and vote. Thank you.